The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, joined by John Breach for a rather unfortunate emergency podcast. Can't even do a, a, no, you know, a siren noise for this one because it's so like hard to believe. But um, Aaron Rodgers, the New York Jets quarterback, Breach, suffered what is being called an ankle injury for right now. By the New York Jets, he was ruled out, suffered it in the fourth snap of the Jets season on, um, of course, 9-11 with the Jets in Jersey playing the Bills in on Monday Night Football in one of the big, most anticipated and biggest games of the year. Rodgers had said, you don't dream about, you don't grow up and dream about playing at one o'clock. You dream about playing Monday Night Football. He was traded from the Packers to the Jets this offseason and in four snaps, his night was ended, and there is certainly fear around the Jets that it could be worse. Um, I mean, I don't know how to set the scene. I mean, sort of the scene itself was just really surreal. Yeah, absolutely. Surreal is the perfect word because remember, this game started with Aaron Rodgers running out of the locker room with the American flag running out onto the field. And look, I have not seen a Jets crowd like this at MetLife Stadium since I've been working at CBS. So over 10 years where you've just seen a crowd that was insane, that bonkers, that ecstatic, everyone in that stadium was fired up to see Aaron Rodgers play. And once he went down, it, it was a little confusing because he went down, then he stood up for about mm -hmm. five seconds and then realized like, oh, I think something's wrong and then sat back down. And then you kind of saw the crowd realize what was happening and then you have near silence. And to hear 80,000 people just go silent like that, that was the surreal part. That was, oh, my God, this looks like something serious. And like you said, Brinson, it happened on the fourth snap before probably some people even got in their seat. And, you know, if this is if he's out for any extended period of time, you really feel like the, the Jets season went from high hopes, we're Super Bowl contenders, to uh, now we're battling the Cardinals for the top pick in the draft. Yeah, and I mean, like, not to make it about the day in particular, but – you know, it was in New Jersey, just very, you know, miles from New York City on a day that is, you know, just you know, I mean, 9-11, what it's remembered for. And, like, it being the standalone game, and as you pointed out, Rodgers comes out with the American flag and, like, 
the um, you know, we're not there, but uh, Scott Van Pelt and Ryan Clark and Adam Schefter at halftime discussed it. And I think Joe Buck and Tori Aikman pointed out as well. It's like the energy in that place was through like just really hard to describe just how enthusiastic and, and over and overpowered, like just emotional and how everything was um, and how excited Jets fans were for this, this moment and this game. And then to have Rogers um, on the fourth snap, he went over one, one incomplete pass, attempted one pass uh, to, to go out like that. And, and you're right. Like when he went down, you saw he got sacked and there was, a moment where you're like, okay, and he stood back up, and then you're like, wait, wait, why is he back on the ground? Like, I just saw him standing up. Like, it looked like he was a little banged up. Like, that's the scary part to me is that um, that is along with, and I, you know, Adam Schefter mentioned this uh, at halftime. It's just something that people in the league were talking about, and you can see it on the replays. But the quiver in his calf, which is the concern that it could be something else. And um, you know, we we don't want to play Twitter doctors, but the you know the Jets did X-rays on the on the ankle. It was negative. The the um, the, the, the word that nobody wants to hear is Achilles, which is something I don't believe that you can hear on. Yeah. And you can see if you're watching on YouTube, the, the way that the, the left leg um, it ends up being planted is just not good. And um, you know, it, this was uh, there, you know, I, I put in a tweet in Slack. It's like, somebody's like two and a half hours. till something horrible happens to Aaron Rodgers on this MetLife turf in the rain. So, you know, cause it was rainy and you know, th- there's all, all kinds of concerns for the long term. but just for right now, what we, what, what we know is Rodgers, was then helped to the sideline. He went to the blue medical tent. They didn't really show much of that. He goes in the blue medical tent and they're checking him out. And at this point, a cart comes over to the blue medical tent, which is like, you know, I had the Manning cast on and then the regular cast on a separate, separate television, but Peyton Manning, you know, and Eli are losing their minds because they can't believe what's happening. Um, the cart comes over. Rogers comes out, gets on the cart. They take him to the entrance to the tunnel to go back to the locker rooms and he is limping badly off the cart, walking back there. Um, he goes back, later seen getting on and off a cart, wearing a walking boot, and very quickly. Well, and, and real quick, keep in mind, though, that it, when he was in the blue tent and after he left the blue tent, he had not been at, ruled out of the game at that point. Correct. So that left that kind of intriguing, maybe it's not as bad as it looked, just because, hey, look, the doctors looked at him, and they still said he was questionable. Uh, and so, yeah, yes, keep going. Right. So then he goes – Onto the golf cart into well, and when he was when he was when he was it was like Aaron Rodgers was questionable with an ankle injury, and at that point I think and I think Peyton said this best, but it was like everybody's sort of thinking he comes out with it taped up and keeps playing. And Zach Wilson's in the game. He goes back to the locker room later. Seen I know Mike Garofalo of NFL Media who was on site reported that he was in the walking boot. ESPN cameras caught him in, in that walking boot, um, and he goes in the locker room, and the Jets tweet out that he's been downgraded to out uh, with a. Um, with the note that the x-rays were negative. I, I, you know, we, we say this a lot when we talk about injuries on here, but, and it's, it's just the unfortunate nature of it. When you see an injury happen like that, especially if it's like somebody who's maybe older, uh, especially if it's like that sort of situation. And at 8.33, they tweet that he's questionable return. And then at uh, 9.03, just 30 minutes later, he's ruled out, but his x-rays are negative. That's a really bad sign. Like and you see that on, on here you can see the nine or three in the two hours. It's 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 eight thirty three and nine oh three if you're watching on YouTube. Like that is a big, big concern to rule out a quarterback of, of Rogers nature in this huge of a game that quickly with and I don't want to say just an ankle injury, because it could be a high ankle sprain, which would keep him out for a few weeks, uh, more than likely. But to be ruled out that quickly is definitely a big concern, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head with mentioning the high ankle sprain or the Achilles. I mean, those are your probably best case scenario, worst case scenario, where uh, you're going to miss a few weeks in the best case scenario, worst case scenario, you're out for the season. So that is uh, just just the worst possible. If you would ask the Jets fan the worst possible thing that could have happened at this game, this is it. I mean, you, you can't have this is this is the whole offseason season. That's all anyone talked about was Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't Jets fans. It was media. It was everyone. It was, this is the guy that's going to get to the Jets of the playoffs for the first time since 2010. This is the team that has the longest drought without a playoff appearance in the NFL right now. And this was their chance to put themselves back in the upper echelon of the NFL. And now, you know, they pan the crowd. You had Jets fans just, you know, flopping middle fingers. Oh, well, guys, flipping to somebody all, I was flipped off the camera, too. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. but that's that's how these people feel right now. And it's completely understandable. Uh, so it's just been, yeah. it, I mean, you said at the beginning, surreal is a great way to describe it. I, I do think, and I don't want to, like, harp on the Jets for this, but I do think it matters for the long haul because we talked about this all offseason when discussing the Jets, uh, you know, future potential for the season. That... The there's offensive line concerns on, on this team, right? I mean, like th this team had offensive line concerns to begin with. The Bills have a pretty good pass rush, but not like this, um, you know, insane pass rush. I don't think. And 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 the fact that uh, especially with Von Miller out, Leonard Floyd got to him on, on the on the play in question. But like, I, I think that is, uh, and, and I don't again don't want to harp on the Tauger show or anything like that. But it's like the. Everyone's like penciling the Jets in for this playoff spot and saying, all right, this offense is going to be incredible with Aaron Rodgers upgrading from uh, from Zach Wilson. And with that defense, it'd be impossible for this team not to be really, really good this year. And they were Super Bowl contenders coming into the season. They absolutely were contenders to win the AFC South of the uh, AFC East. Excuse me. Like that wasn't out of the question at all. But I think it, from a uh, macro perspective and analyzing the Jets potential for this season, the fact that Rodgers dealt with that kind of pressure that early in this game, um, you know, when you have all the time to prepare, absolutely uh, is, a, is a case where you have to wonder, is that offensive line a bigger concern for, for the entire season uh, and, and, or as long as Aaron Rodgers is, or is there or anybody's there? Yeah, I mean, it absolutely is. That was the concern, the, the major concern of when people were talking about, hey, can this team win a Super Bowl? It was, well, if Aaron Rodgers and his 39-year-old body can survive behind this offensive line, which struggled last year and is wasn't expected to be much better this year. And we kind of saw that. I mean, yes, you know, Rodgers was only on the field for four plays behind them, but he was pressured on almost every single one of the plays, except for the first down where he handed off to Brees Hall for 26 yards. The only reason there wasn't pressure there is because it was a run play. So, right. you know, and that it, I, I could you could just kind of feel the thinking of everyone where, wow, if this is what Aaron Rodgers, this is the kind of pressure he's going to be facing the entire season. This team might struggle a little bit, at least out of the gate. When you look at, hey, they're facing the Bills in week one, potentially would have been facing the Cowboys in week two. That's what Rodgers and the offensive line would have been looking at. So, yeah, the offensive line was absolutely a weak link. And, you know, they haven't looked great, but, you know, offensive lines can gel throughout the season. They, they, some, sometimes they get hot. We saw it. The, the Bengals last year struggled offensive line the first four or five games, and then just no one could get through sure. them uh, later in the season. So it happens. But, yeah, definitely that was an issue. Uh, and I think, too, just speaking about the personnel and, and everything, and, uh, you know, we don't want to get into the, the the game itself because it's, you know, we'll probably get recording before it's over. But, like, Brees Hall had 118 rushing yards, and 
Garrett Wilson caught a touchdown pass. Alan Lazard was active uh, after Rodgers, you know, went out. And it's like, man, you know, if that offensive line's good, maybe this team uh, could be, you know, be that big of a contender. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will cover the rest of the fallout from a possible Aaron Rodgers injury. So, Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We mentioned Aaron Rodgers out for Monday night, ruled out uh, within about 30 minutes of being listed as questionable, which is not what you want to see. Um, If, okay. I want to frame this as an if, because that is very important. This could be an ankle injury, and it could be that could be it. And he could miss a couple of games. He could be back next week. I think that's pretty unlikely, especially against the Cowboys. If, as some people have alluded to, this is a longer-term injury. And I say if, and this is, again, important, because we're going we're gonna to give you uh, models from our the Sportsline projection model that basically break down what would happen um, – if Rodgers were to miss the whole season. This is just the devastating reality of it. Um, the projections go from 9.6 wins, 50, and a uh, 25% chance of winning the division, a 60% chance of making the playoffs, a 2.2% chance of winning the Super Bowl, to 5.8 wins with a season worth of Zach Wilson, a, thir- a 0.9% chance to win the division, 4.7% chance to make the playoffs, and a 0.1% to uh, win the Super Bowl, as you can see on the screen. It's just a massive downgrade. And that's the reality of last year. Uh, Breach is, I mean, does that feel like too much of a downgrade for you? Uh, it might, especially if they escape Monday's game with uh, a win. Then they're, they're already... if, they, if they win Monday, it might be worse. Because then you're like, oh my God, what, like, oh no, what if? What if? And by the way, we're recording this during the fourth quarter where yeah. the Jets are in the middle of a wild comeback uh you know it's 13 all right now so we don't know who's gonna win but obviously the projection there's 5.8 wins and Zach Wilson's picking up one six of those wins against the Bills and that's the kind of thing that I'm sure Robert Sola went in there at halftime and said hey look guys I know Aaron Rodgers out I know that we all thought that guy could lead us to a Super Bowl but we still have a Super Bowl caliber defense and we still have a lot of good skill players here, and there is no reason we can't go out and at least beat the Buffalo Bills, and we can reassess after that. And that's what it feels like. I mean, Zach Wilson hasn't looked horrible, and it's not like Josh and, Allen has. Yeah, Josh Allen has. That's the crazy thing. And so I, I do think that maybe look, the Jets won seven games last year with Zach Wilson as their quarterback, with Joe Flacco as their quarterback, with Mike White as their quarterback. And I don't think there's any reason they can't get the, at least seven wins again, especially if they win week one. So I do think the, the Zach Wilson projection is probably just a, a, an eensy bit low for me. 
Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. I mean, I think like, yeah, seven wins from last year. And plus Zach Wilson, you have to imagine has gotten better learning under Aaron Rodgers uh, throughout this whole offseason. He has been under pressure ever since uh, Rodgers went out there. So certainly that is a concern just given how, like, again, the offensive line. But that defense is pretty, pretty freaking good. Um, and so, like, you know, again, the, the just the, the rumors about the injuries, I, I don't know. I mean, do, do you think we've covered that? I don't, I don't want to, like, harp on that too much just because it's like, by the time, like we'll know probably by Tuesday afternoon what the what the severity is, whether it is a just an ankle sprain, a high ankle sprain, or the you know the, the worst case scenario, which would be the Achilles, uh, based on the the you know people thinking out there that they saw a uh, you know a shiver with his calf upcoming for the Jets. As Breach mentioned, the Cowboys in week two, the Pats at home in week three, the Chiefs at home in week four, at the Broncos in week five, and then the Eagles at home in week six. This is a brutal schedule. Hey, I'd like to apologize to Stephen O and the guys at Sportsline. Now that I'm looking at this schedule, uh, (laughs) 5.8 wins makes a lot more sense, even if they win tonight. Because, I mean, poor Zach Wilson going up against the Cowboys defense, which obliterated Daniel Jones in the same MetLife Stadium Sunday night. Then you have to go against Bill Belichick, who you have not been good against if you're Zach Wilson. Then you somehow have to manage to win a shootout against the Chiefs or hope your defense can hold them points (laughs) on a Sunday night game. And then who knows with the Broncos, but the Broncos, you know, have had Denver in mile high early in the season. Like, and then the Eagles. You, you got to yeah. play both Super Bowl teams from last year in a three-week span. Right, here's, here's, here, here's the possible silver lining to this brutal schedule. Let's say that it is a high ankle sprain that you suffer in week one. And that's like a four- to six-week injury usually, right? You, you could make the case that with that schedule, they might win the same number of games as Zach Wilson as Aaron Rodgers. Maybe you win, like, one more with Aaron Rodgers, and maybe you win two, whatever it is. But, like, that schedule's so hard that if you're going to – if Rodgers is going to miss time, I don't know, miss time during that schedule and hope Zach Wilson steals a couple wins, and then all of a sudden you come back and try and make a push. Like, I think that would be the argument uh, that, that you hope for. But certainly a um, – a concern. Uh, yeah, and this is uh, this is sort of tangent. I mean, it's tangential, and it matters. This is the football show. Um, but I think Mike Lombardi tweeted out correctly. The Packers won't get a first round pick if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play seventy percent of the snaps this year. You miss four to six weeks, even even three to four weeks, and it's pretty tough to play seventy percent of the snaps. That's just the basic math on a seventeen game schedule. So you know, if, if you're the like. I don't think the Jets will factor that in if Rodgers can come back and can play and is fine or is good to play or like whatever the outcome is. But I mean, certainly that matters at least to both of these teams because the difference between a first round pick and a second round pick, giving up a high one of those is a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, but if you're the Jets and you don't have Aaron Rodgers, you think your team's going to be bad. And so I guess if you're, the silver lining for the Packers, you're thinking, well, if they're bad, the second round pick will be high. Maybe we'll be picking 33, 34, 35, close to the back end of the first round. Uh, but, you know, I don't think the Packers are even thinking about this right now because they're thinking, man, you know, no one wants oh, no, this. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anybody in Green Bay. Oh, no, 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 like, no. Oh, no yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I just, no, I, I, I'm I just it, pointing out that the trade had a conditional yeah, uh, detail that Rodgers had to play a certain amount of snaps, and that's not going to happen if it's a yeah i mean if people get mad at us for pointing that out on a football podcast so be it i mean that's that's just the reality of it i mean you can see like you know lombardi's tweet got 10k likes i mean it's it is a it is a and maybe it's a bunch of people quote tweeting and saying oh could you in this time of but like it does matter you know like that's a it's a difference between a first round pick and a second round pick all right anything else that we need to cover from 
the Aaron Rodgers injury on Monday night. You know, we talked about it like a just a it's wild to have this um sort of slow first slate. Then things got a little crazy in the afternoon. Then you have the Cowboys just obliterate the Giants and then this game like if you you could never call week 1 boring just based on the first 5 minutes of this or the first 10 minutes of this game. Right. And you know the one thing I will will say real quick and obviously by the time people listen to this on Tuesday you could very well know what the Rodgers injury diagnosis is. Uh, but if he is out an extended period of time, I don't know that the Jets have many options if they want to go outside and get a quarterback. Because look, they are all in. Tom this Brady. <laughs> they, they are that. I mean, look, Tom Brady is a free agent, but he uh, buying that stake in the Raiders makes it more difficult for him to be signed. I think that the owners have to vote, uh, at whatever the twenty-four to eight vote. At least twenty-four owners have to vote for Brady to be eligible to play. So that's one factor. And then Robert, Robert the- Kraft also just waived the <laughs> in, the entry period, the time period to get into the Patriots ring of honor for Tom Brady. Robert Kraft's going to induct him into the Hall of Fame at halftime when he's the quarterback for the Jets when they meet in a few weeks. That's what's going right, to exactly. Uh, but I will say, so outside of Tom Brady, which would be a super duper long shot, but my God, that would be crazy. Uh, you know, you're looking at a trade they would have to make. There's Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, Andy Dalton. Uh, those are probably your best options, and none of those are great options. And this is coming from the former president of the Andy Dalton fan club. You I'm could go back. Do you put up a Carson? Wait, Carson Wentz <laughs> <Carson laughs> is still free agent. You know, I that. Diva with a Carson Wentz. <laughs> Debo. Unbelievable. Carson Wentz. Debo. Debo. Former Super Bowl champion, Carson Wentz. Uh, Philip Rivers, if you want to throw a picture of him up there too, is technically a free agent. Um, Joe Flacco is still a free agent, played for the Jets last year. Flacco just said last week that he still wants to play and he's looking to get signed. I don't think the Jets are going to go back to that well, though. Mm, you know, and like, I, you know, he's our colleague. Uh, so Carson we don't Wentz might be the guy, but Matt uh, Ryan. Yeah. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan said when he joined CBS, the NFL and CBS, and, and, our, and, our, and a member of a par- the Paramount family, that he's like, look, I'm, I'm doing this, but this is not a retirement post. So he never officially retired. So Matt Ryan would potentially make sense as a, like, it, it, this is all obviously only if Rodgers misses, like, he's going to be out for a long period of time, and they know that, if, again, the big A uh, injury. Right. Other, but yeah, I mean, like, there's some big, interesting names out there. It's tough to figure something out if you're the Jets. Zach Wilson is probably still your guy. But my goodness, what a twist and a turn week one took on Monday night with the Jets losing Aaron Rodgers in their first game of what they expected to be an incredible season. Of course, we'll have much more content breaking down this Aaron Rodgers injury. Tune into CBS Sports HQ, your free live 24-7 streaming sports service to get uh, constant information on that. Paramount Plus, you can just watch it on there if you want. For John Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Feel better, Aaron. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.